because life is always going to happen. There are going to be things that prevent you from following the schedule of your day. But if you could only accomplish one thing today and know that by doing that one thing, you're still moving your business forward, what that, what exactly would that be and how you commit to doing it? You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here is your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. You are a VIP in my eyes. Yes, that stands for very important person. Don't you think that too? With all VIPs, you have a story to tell. Who is telling your story? I wanted to help more female entrepreneurs get the visibility they want, need, and deserve. So I created the VIP effect. The VIP effect is a three-day virtual conference happening January 4th through the 6th. And it is filled with expert speakers in the world of marketing and public relations. If you are a female business owner, you need to be there. Because as a business owner, you have 1 million things on your plate. But growing your business is a real goal of yours. But first, you have to nail your social media, your time management skills, the voice and positioning of yourself as an industry leader, and how you can use the media to amplify that voice. We have all the speakers here to walk you through the pieces and set you up for business success in 2022. I believe in this conference so much that I made the ticket price so low that it is as accessible to virtually anyone. You can attend for just $17. Get visible in 2022. Go to the VIPeffect.com today to grab your ticket. Jessica Bledsoe is a time management expert and is the opening keynote speaker for the VIP effect. As a client of fame and fortune, she knows firsthand the value of visibility and media features. But I think you will be surprised to learn why time management is also a key component in your visibility journey. Hey, Jessica, thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So kick us off and introduce yourself. Uh, Awesome. Okay. Uh, My name is Jessica Bledsoe. I am the co-founder and CEO of Paver, which is a time management app. Um, I'm really more of a serial entrepreneur, part-time van lifer and dog mom. And in my free time, I I watch a little bit too much Bravo, but I'll I'll own it. Don't we all? (laughs) Well, so I'm excited to have you here today, but I'm also excited to announce that you're serving as the keynote, opening keynote speaker for the VIP effect. And we're going to be diving into visibility tactics with small business owners and things that they can do for their marketing. Um, And it may seem odd to people that we are talking about time management in all of that. However, you also quickly realized that when working on visibility and working with my team on that, that you do have to make time and you have to make time to be able to take advantage of those media opportunities and those visibility opportunities that present themselves. So I want you to 
talk to us a little bit about the frame of mind and kind of your own realization with that before we jumped into actual tactics. Yeah. So let me preface this by saying that before I hired you, I tried to like, I tried to do this myself. I Mm. actually took your, your media pitching class and you gave us some really good advice and like a step-by-step guide on how to be our own PR person. But I realized really quickly that um, one, I hated doing the research to identify like who I should pitch myself to. It took way more time than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. And I also hated pitching myself. Like, yeah, I, it's awkward, I, I right? Know, it, it's so weird. And like, I know that I'm awesome, but it also feels really weird to say that to other people and to pitch myself to them. And then there's just like the follow up that you have to do, like if you don't hear back from them immediately. And so between all that, I just realized that that was just going to take way more time than I could actually dedicate to it. And that's really when I called you and I was like, help. But Mm. (laughs) even with like, even with all of that, even though you've taken over those pieces that I really enjoyed the least, like I still have to show up, you know, it's like, I still have to make time for the interviews. I still have to promote them on my social pages. It's not like you just go and pitch me and like nothing happens on my end. It's still a time commitment, but it's a much more manageable time commitment and the interviewing and the talking and the writing, like those are the things that I actually enjoy. So I'm really happy to like create the time and the space for that. And, you know, it's like, it's paying off too. So that helps, but yeah, you definitely have to make time for it. It's like you get to be your own spokesperson and you're just the person that um, if you worked for a big brand and you were the spokesperson, they would basically do all the prep and then they would say, okay, go in front of the camera and say these words. And that's really what you get to to do. But you still have to make time to be that spokesperson for your brand. So I'm glad that you said that. Now, you have really been focused on this idea and method that you call the intentional calendar mapping method. Talk to us about this. What is it? Yeah. So the intentional calendar mapping method is really, it's just a way of leveraging your calendar and your calendar data so that you can be more intentional with your time. So I am like, if there's anything I want people to associate my name with, it's being intentional with your time because being intentional with my time is what create like completely just changed my life. And so I I realized that there was really a method behind what I was doing. And now, you know, my goal is to really share that with other people. And that's why I created the intentional calendar mapping method. Um, but the first thing that we always do with that is that we get really clear on what it is you're trying to achieve. And I like to work in 90 day blocks. I think 90 days is way more manageable than like a year. And it's more time, obviously, than just a month. Like time goes by so quickly. I really just love a good 90 day chunk. Um, so we really focus on what we're trying to achieve within that next 90 days. And then, you know, exactly what it is we have to do to be able to get there within those 90 days. So that's, you know, that's always the thing. Like you have to have the destination, right? Like, where are we going? Mm-hmm. Um, and then before we start like mapping that out, we really want to take a look at your previous 90 days. So understand where you spent your time. What did you accomplish? What did you not accomplish? What are the things that need to carry over into the next 90 days? By having a really good understanding of where that time went, then you can start to decide, okay, well, how much time do I have to dedicate towards this next set of goals? And what can I eliminate to either make more space for those priorities or to free up the time so I can do nothing, which is my favorite thing to create space for is is nothing. (laughs) Um, Mm. So finally, finally, then we can create the map for the next 90 days with intention by creating time on our calendar to complete those small steps that lead into completing the big goals. 
It's all about being intentional with the time that we have. If you only have four hours a week to dedicate to something, that is totally fine. You can do a lot with that when you know exactly how you're going to spend it. If you've got 20 hours, even better. But again, how are you going to spend those 20 hours? If you don't have a plan for your time, something or someone else will always step in and fill it for you. And that's how we end our weeks, our months, our years, feeling like we didn't accomplish the things that we said we were going to do. So my goal with that intentional calendar mapping method is to create some intention behind how you spend your time so you never feel like that again. I know there are people out there listening, nodding their head. Like I'm sitting here nodding my head as well, because it's so true, Jessica, you, everything you said, we are aware that if we aren't focused on where our time's going, that it is going to go to whoever and whatever that steps in its path. And the thing that I love about your method is that you take it a step further than I feel like anybody or anything else has ever taken it before. And it's really that analyzing period where you can go back and say what worked and what didn't work and then changing it up. And I think that's, that's the powerful part here that I think so many people are missing. So um, thank you for sharing that. And when you look at what other people have been doing in their business, whenever you start working with small business owners, what are the biggest mistakes that you see them making with their time? I mean, I think the number one mistake that really everyone makes, not just small business owners, but definitely small business owners, is just letting other people control your time. You're saying yes to everything. You don't have a real structure around you spend how you're spending your time. You know, at best, you might have a to-do list that you're trying to work through, but there's no real like plan on what you're going to do. And we really have to treat the time that we're setting aside as intentional time on our calendar, just like we would any other important meeting or event. You don't cancel those meetings unless you have a really, really good reason to, right? And in a similar fashion, you don't cancel that intentional time just because someone else requested you during that time. And I I know I literally just said this because if you don't have a plan for your time, someone or something else is always going to step in and, and fill that time for you. And that's the, the biggest mistake that I see is just letting letting people take over your time because you're afraid to say no or you're afraid to ask for a different date and time. Or it, it, it's just you're not even thinking about it. You're just saying yes instinctually. No, I need you to say that m- many more times <laughs> throughout this conversation. So don't worry about uh, repeating yourself there. Uh, when... If any of the listeners are listening to this and thinking to themselves, yeah, I do. I need to, I need to be better about that. I need to get more intentional with my time. What is something you would recommend that they do starting today to start working towards having a more productive day in their life? I mean, I think the thing you really have to do that some of us, um, we overlook is just getting really, really clear on what our priorities actually are. Like, what is the one thing that's going to actually move the needle for you? And then how do you make time for that thing and make sure that no matter what, that's the thing that gets done? Because life is always going to happen. Like, there are going to be things that prevent you from following the schedule of your day. But if you could only accomplish one thing today and know that by doing that one thing, you're still moving your business forward, 
what that, what exactly would that be and how you commit to doing it. And I, I teach this as part of the intentional calendar mapping method. And that's, you need to pick a day, a time and a place where you're going to work on whatever that one thing is and put it on your calendar. Like you have to treat it as an appointment with yourself, or if there's someone else that needs to be involved with them as well, but you have to treat it like a meeting that you would never dream of canceling. Like we always, we have the best of intentions of creating that time to work on these things, but then inevitably something else pops up and we, for some reason, we just let that take over. We have to treat that time as the important thing that it, it really is. But you also yeah. have to know what that one important thing is. You know, like we, we feel like we just fill our like to-do list up with things just so we can kind of cross them off. But it's like, okay, if I only had a chunk of time to do one thing that was still going to move my business forward, what would it be? And so just get really, really clear on what that is and then make time to do it and make sure that you actually do it. Yeah. I think probably there's things in our life that we think are important, but when it came down to it, we could probably cross several things off that list. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm guilty of this too. i I'm getting much, much, much better at it, but I recognized that I had shiny object syndrome where like there would be this new, like there would be a new social media channel or there would be like a new marketing strategy or there would be a, a new like women's networking group or there would just be something that I was like, oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to do that. And so I would like stop whatever it was I was doing to like focus on this one thing, but I didn't really have any strategy and in, in behind doing that thing. And so it, it wouldn't, most of the time it wouldn't even get done or I would do it and it wouldn't turn out the way that I thought it would. And and then I, I get done and I realized that if I'd really just focused on the thing that I was already working with, that I would, you know, I'd be much farther along, but just kind of controlling that shiny object syndrome. I mean, I'm an Enneagram seven. So like I thrive on shiny objects, mm-hmm. but I've really had to like teach myself and train myself to, to really pick that one thing. And I got to work towards that for at least 90 days before I can let anything else take over. Yeah. I love that. And you've, you mentioned this uh, earlier, but you created an app because you are so passionate about time management. So you, you created this app all around this. And so tell us more about paver. What is it and how can others find it? Yeah. So I, you know, I love time management, um, but that actually wasn't why I created the app. I created the app, honestly, because I was working with small businesses and I saw, I recognized that they had, they had a need and that need originally was just to get like calendar data out of the calendar. But then after I built the app, I started realizing that there was like so much more we could do with it. And that's when I really became focused on the time management aspect of it. Um, But Paver is at its core, it's a time management application. It connects directly to your Google calendar as a Google calendar add-on, which basically just means you don't have to use, you don't have to leave your Google calendar interface to be able to interact with Paver. Um, But with Paver, you can do a number of things, but specifically you can color code your calendar with categories so that just by looking at your calendar, you can kind of see how your week is stacking up. So for example, you might have things like meetings, networking events, project work, business development, like those might be the categories that you work on regularly in your business. And then you would take those things and you would assign them a color. So if meetings are blue and you look at your calendar and it's mostly blue this week, you know that you're spending a lot of time in meetings. And then at that point, you can start to evaluate like, okay, is this meeting actually worth going or should I be spending that time doing something that's actually moving me towards that goal that I set instead? Um, Or, you know, maybe you've got project work in pink and 
by project work, I typically mean you're some sort of like service provider who the, who's either billing by the hour or by the project and and your whole week is working on client work. So you look at your calendar, it's it's all pink and that's great. That means that there's money coming in, but is it so pink that maybe it's time to consider hiring someone to help take some of those things off your plate so that you can still be out there networking and selling or you know, maybe it's vice versa. Maybe you need someone who can go sell and network so that you can spend more time doing the thing that makes the money. Um, but regardless, you can really, you know, just at a glance, you can really start to understand where your time is going and make better decisions about how you spend your time in the future. And the best thing about Paver is that it allows you to create a report based on your calendar data so you can see exactly how and when you're spending your time. So it's not just it's not just looking at the calendar. You can also create reports with Paver and it'll tell you exactly um, exactly where your time is going and so many of us already you know we live and die by our calendar like I always joke like oh if it's not on my calendar it doesn't get done but I'm completely serious when I say that <laughs> and so many p- other people are the same way so it was for me in creating paper it was like let me create something where people are already using this tool the calendar if you could just give the calendar a little bit more information then it can really tell you how you need to adjust your time um, and that's, you know, that's really the benefit of having paper is so that you can get a backwards look and then you can also use it to create that forward look as well. Yep. I love that. And similar to the concept of this podcast in that self-care is not selfish, but we are really changing up the word behind selfish and, and really the meaning behind it. You know, I, I really relate to your comment about if it's not on your calendar, it doesn't get done. And I feel like self-care is a similar trait when it's supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to be something that we just casually and relaxed approach about. But the truth of the matter is we have to be intentional about it because if we aren't intentional with our self-care, then we just keep adding things to our plate that continue to run down our our self-care. So I would love to know more about ways that you enjoy being selfish. Uh, Yeah. So this probably comes as a surprise to literally no one, um, but I am really selfish with my time. Like I said earlier that I like to schedule time to do nothing. And like, that is the best self-care for me is just time Mm -hmm. where like, I don't have to do anything. Like I can just I can catch up on my housewife shows if I want to, or I can literally just do nothing. Like I find so much solace and having moments of doing nothing. And, you know, for me, that nothing time is usually something like a nice bubble bath where like, I'm literally just in the bathtub doing nothing because that's when my brain can just kind of like unwind a little bit. And I feel like in those moments of nothingness is when I just have like my best ideas and my best thoughts. And I can think through some of the, the things that, you know, they're they're related to work or they're not related to work. They're just, you know, it's just moments where I get to decide what I want to think about or what I don't want to think about. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think definitely for me, being selfish with my time is is my biggest form of self-care. And I think that I like, I'm trying to remove the word obligation from like my vocabulary. I think, Mm. especially as women, we feel obligated to like say yes to things and to do things. And you know, for me, like the last thing I want to do is agree to do something just because I feel like I should do it. But then when it comes time to like do that thing or go to that place then I'm, I'm just feeling resentful the entire time because I'd rather be home in my PJs, you know, like, so, so just saying no to things 
is I think the biggest like protection of my time that I have. We, she just gave us permission, everyone. Okay. So did you hear that? (laughs) Does she need to repeat it? But you don't have to say yes to everything. And if you would rather be at home in your PJs, you're allowed to do that. I, I mean, it sounds so simple, but at the, at the same time, we do need that constant reminder. So thank you for giving us that. Um, what's Literally next just for- check yourself. Like next time somebody asks you to do something, just check yourself before you say yes. Just like take a <laughs> moment before you respond. And it's so hard the first few times because we, we want to say yes, because we want to make the person who's asking us happy. Mm. But I promise you, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And when you're sitting there in your PJs thinking about, Oh God, I could be doing this thing instead. You're going to be so happy that you said no. And it's going to, you're going to remember that feeling when somebody else asks you to do something and you get to say no to it. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> What's next for you, Jessica? Oh man, that's a that's a great question. Um, I mean, you know, I'm really just focused. I'm focused on paper right now. I'm really focused on building this app and scaling this app. You know, I was a service provider myself for a really long time, a small business owner. That was that was what I did, and I'm now a startup founder. You know, I've pivoted full time into being a startup founder and being the the CEO of this company, and it's just a much bigger, different role for me. And I'm learning every single day. And we just launched um, one of our biggest updates of the app. And uh, with that came our subscription-based model. So it had been a free app all the way up to this point. It's now a, you know, a 14-day trial leads into a paid subscription version of the app. And that's really my biggest focus right now in trying to grow this and preparing myself to go out and fundraise some money in 2022 so that we can continue to grow and scale because you know, my, my big goal with this is that we create something that is acquirable by another, another large company for, you know, tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. Like I'm, I'm shooting big here. So that's Mm -hmm. my focus. And I have no doubt that you will achieve it because you have achieved everything. Yeah. Yacht life. We're coming, we're coming for you. (laughs) Okay. So for anyone who wants to hear more from Jessica and is considering attending the VIP effect, I want you to share with us a little bit more about why visibility has been important in your business, why you find it to be a valuable tool, and why someone should attend the VIP effect so that they can learn more about how to grow visibility in their business. You know, I honestly think it's a kind of a no-brainer because I really think that visibility establishes credibility. And if you want someone to see you as an expert in your field, I think that there is a real shortcut to establishing yourself as that by getting some media attention. Mm. Like, I can't tell you how many people I've run into that have been like, wow, you're everywhere. You're killing it. And like, obviously (laughs) I am, but they think that because they keep seeing me like pop up everywhere. And they think that I'm just some sort of like overnight success, even though I've been out here grinding for like a decade, but now Mm. like I'm putting that intention behind it. And I'm saying, Hey, like, I deserve to be out here. I deserve to be the one that's speaking on these topics and just getting that visibility is, you know, it's really invaluable because it establishes that credibility and each thing leads to something bigger. And if you are, you know, if you're someone who feels like you need to be able to establish credibility for yourself, I think this, this is like a true shortcut rather than, you know, trying to do it on your own because I mean, think about it. You see somebody on a magazine cover, you hear them on a a podcast or you, you know, you read an article in Forbes that they contributed to, like, you just, you just think that that's, that's, you know, that's, they're, they're only there because they're credible enough to be there. Right. Mm, So, mm -hmm. um, I think that that visibility is just a, a great way to be able to do that. 
I love how you put it, the shortcut, because you're right. It is. It's uh, there's definitely people that have been in this industry working really hard for years and they never tell their story. So no one else tells their story for them. And so nobody ever hears about them. But then you have others that maybe have been in it a lot shorter of a time and maybe don't have the accolades that the other person has, but they have somebody else telling their story for them. And it suddenly becomes this thing where just like you said, everybody's looking at you going, dang, you're blowing up. You're everywhere. And you're like, yeah, I've been doing this for a while. So (laughs) I I think that's a really good point. I mean, it it is, it's a shortcut. So, um, and before we go kind of on that same, same, in the same vein, what has your experience with the fame and fortune team been like in gaining visibility opportunities uh, for your business? Well, I mean, like literally we worked together for like two days and you had already sent me like seven different opportunities. <laughs> so it was like, I spent, I spent 90 days trying to do this for myself, but I got literally nothing mostly because I was just too afraid to hit the send button on my pitches. But, you know, within like 72 hours, you had already lined up you know, several different opportunities for me. And I I think the biggest thing is just like having, I feel like having someone behind you creates another level of confidence. And again, like credibility, you know, like if I have someone reaching out for me on my behalf, well, that means I'm too important to do it myself. True. And I think that, you know, on on their end, like they, they get that as well. Like I actually was talking to someone earlier and she was like, Oh, like, who's your PR person who set this up? And I was like, Oh, her name's Allie. She's with (laughs) Fortune Media. And so, yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, it kind of gives me like a little bit of confidence too. Well, not a little bit of confidence. It gives me a lot of confidence because Mm. I know that you're finding you're finding outlets that are going to be worth my time. Like I, I'm not just, you know, shooting a shot in the dark here. Like you're actually taking the time to make sure that what I'm doing is going to be worth my time as well. And, you know, regardless of if you're selling your time for money or not, your time is completely invaluable. And I think that, you know, by having someone who knows more about what you're doing than I do, then I to save my time and therefore save my money. Everybody wants to talk to you, Jessica, because you have such a valuable topic that really, I, I think so many people are chasing after that magic pill to solve that problem of like, how do I get more time in my life? And with your method and your approach to time management, like you've done it yourself. You're the walking example of if you go about this in this methodical way, you can truly achieve what you're looking to achieve in less time. Um, you have to put a little bit of effort behind it. You put have to put a little bit of work behind it. Um, but I think that's that's really the beauty of your story and your message and why everyone's so interested in talking with you. But I hope others that are listening will uh, want to hear that message as well. Um, And again, she will be the opening keynote speaker for the VIP effect. And even if you don't join us for the event and you want to download Paver, uh, all this information will be in the show notes so that you can uh, jump on and really get your 2022 started the right way and started focus focusing on the goals that you truly want in your life. So Jessica, thank you for sharing just a small bit of your knowledge in this area with us today. And thank you for your time. Yeah, absolutely. I I am so excited to be here. I'm excited to be the keynote speaker. And if you take advantage of installing paper, you get 30 free minutes with me where I will help you snatch your calendar. Ooh, do you all catch that? That's a great, great deal. All right. Talk soon. Thanks. Bye.
Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.